Hello and welcome to the On The Clock Podcast. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, For those of you who are not from the Green Bay area, during the Packers season, WBAY-TV, it's the ABC station in Green Bay, we host a a Packers panel on Sunday nights after the Packers game. Um, We have ESPN's Rob Domofsky, WNFL Radio's Mark Daniels, and ESPN Wisconsin's Jason Wildey, and they will typically discuss everything Packers related that Sunday night after the game. Um, this week we previewed the NFL draft and we took a look at the Packers offseason. Just a note, Bill Huber actually filled in for Rob Domoski. Domoski was in Bristol. They have a, um, a pre-draft special every year, so he was not able to attend, but it, typically it will be Rob. Um, this show is made for television, so any of the visual cues that they mention, that's not on purpose. It is, it's just a TV show, so turned into audio. But enjoy. And welcome back, everybody. Draft 2017. Time now to go on the clock. And we've dusted them off and dressed them up. Some of well, them. <laughs> some of them. Dressed them up, yeah. All right. Jason Wildey. <laughs> I'm usually the one who's the slob on the panel, too. There you go. Yes, Pierre, Wisconsin. Bill Huber pinch hitting again, just like he did at the end of last season for us from Packer Report. And, of course, Mark Daniels, WNFL and WNFL.com just off the golf course. So, it has been an off-season of change as we expected just not so many coming in that's unusual here in Green Bay so Jason let's start with you the off-season grades for Ted Thompson and his personnel staff you know I'm going to give a solid B I would have given probably a little lower grade before today and then obviously I think the the signing of Jari Evans is a big deal I I, it doesn't guarantee anything they still may draft the guard at some point in the next three days. they got to be a lot more comfortable but but you I mean the guy and I understand he's not the six-time Pro Bowler he was from 09 to 14, but he's played 169 games all at right guard. I mean, you've picked Started up the guy all 169. Right. I mean, uh, to me, this is the exact kind of signing that they didn't, that they haven't done enough historically. So I factor that in with the other free agent signings, the most since 2006, but I also factor in the guys they lost. And, and I don't think you get better not having Micah Hyde, Julius Peppers, or TJ Lang on your team. I know you're looking to improve in some of those areas. But I think all three of those guys are going to be missed, and so will Eddie Lacy. I'll go with your B, too. Look, I, I, we all like Micah, but if the goal is to get better on defense, don't you have to get faster? And we all like Micah. He made some plays, but he was also a liability at times because he has some athletic concerns. So would you like to have him? Sure. But I mean, Peppers, Probably not Day- at $30 million No, not that much. And Peppers, Dayton Jones, whatever. And, you know, and you're right. Replacing TJ Lang was huge because I thought you had to get a guard early. Because you can't get Rodgers. Most killed. people thought they had to get that guard, T.J. Yeah. Lang. Right. And if you're right. not going to do that, now you have to go draft one. Now you don't right. have to go – well, you have to draft one. But now the, the pressure's up to go up maybe reach to get one. Boy, I wish I was in your class, you guys. I'm going to go C-. minus. Uh, not really? Yes. Yeah, so they lost an awful lot of production. An awful lot of production. A Pro Bowl guard. They've lost two Pro Bowl guards in the last two years. Now, the Lang signing is disappointing to me because of how it came down. Uh, the money was there. They just didn't want to increase it beyond that line, and it cost them dear. It could cost them dearly, much more than it cost losing Sitman, plugging in Lane Taylor. Because all right, outside of today's signing, they didn't have anybody to plug in there. Uh, the Peppers leadership thing, I think, is huge. I think a lot more is going to fall on Aaron Rodgers, and I just don't know if he's that rah-rah locker room guy. They signed a tight end and a half but to replace the tight Dix end. Is going to come charging through the door? Uh, no, he's not. No, he's not. You know, Martellus Bennett and Lance Kendricks, okay, are uh, an upgrade well, because it's, mm-hmm. it's two versus one. Right. Right. But other than that, I, 
Yeah. I, I think the, the guy that they lost that they are going to miss the most, and I'll come back on the show at the end of the season and say I was wrong <laughs> if this is the case. Are we rolling on this? But yeah, okay. I, yeah freezing cold <laughs> takes or whatever yeah. they call it. I think they're going to miss Eddie Lacy. I think, I think that, that he was the perfect complement to this offense. Absolutely, right. because Eddie could catch. M McCarthy talks three down backs. Right. Come, Chris and Michael, come on. Yeah, well, Chris and Michael may not make it through camp, depending right. on what happens right. with this weekend and getting a running back. All right, we just heard the story about all the cap space, and I know you guys have all wrote about this or talked about this as well. So, Bill, at $21 million, ha-ha Clinton Dix coming up, but they have the fifth-year option right. they can slap on him. Devontae Adams is going to be a free agent. Aaron Rodgers is going to be underpaid by the time this season is over. I mean grossly underpaid because Derek Carr is going to get a contract. Who's first at the salary cap trough? Because the Packers still have a boatload of space. You've got to go side Adams, I think. Look, Rodgers has been underpaid for a long time. He was like 10th in cap this year, so this is not a new story. But Adams is going to get paid a boatload of money. Look at the Vikings sign Adam Thielen. Kind of the same guy, one-year wonder kind of guy to $27 million over three years. <laughs> so if he's worth that, Adams is worth a lot of money, too. I would think he's probably next. you got you got to sign him. It's got to be Clinton Dix because if they don't, they're going to have to spend an awful lot of money on another revolving door at safety since Nick Collins went down. He's finally firmed up that position, but we went through the Marquand manual, right. uh, the rest of those, Duran McMillan, all of those guys. Those guys could not play the position. It was important, and for a 31st-ranked pass defense, he is the back end. He's got to come back. I'm Dr. Gonna, Jennings. I'm going to go off the board a little bit. I'm going to say Corey Lindsley. I think Corey Lindsley is at the mm. spot where He won't take a lot out of the truck. Right, though. and where T.J. Right. Lang and Josh Sitton were for their second contracts. Right. Get him done and out of the way, and then you Point. can figure out what you've got left for those other two. Yeah, I, ha ha Clinton Dix, if they slap him with the option, it's only going to get more expensive next year. Right. He has to weigh the option of do I oh, risk get, getting get hurt, a, get a lot of money up front maybe now. You know they're probably talking uh, to do him. Do it now. All right. Pass rush is a big area of need going in here because outside of Clay Matthews and Nick Perry on this roster, I think you have six total NFL sacks after those two guys who have been hurt a lot. So they got to get a pass rusher. Is T.J. Watt going to be an impact pass rusher? I don't know if he will initially. I think he's got a pretty good ceiling. He's played so little defense at Wisconsin, but he did make an impact. That kind of scares me. It's kind of like a Kyler Fackrell. Played a little bit of defense and then came into the system, and you, you could just see there was an adjustment period that's still going on there. Uh, I think he's a nice player, but I don't know if I would take first-round value at T.J. Watt. I'm not betting against the Watt boy, first of all. Second of that all, would be foolish. His, his older brother was the same way. Played tight end at Central right. Michigan, then moves over to defense. I, you know, I think they, you know, you take T.J. Watt and then maybe you take Vince Beagle in the third round next year and get Jack Cicci and you've got a whole, like, badger. <laughs> hey, man, don't be bashing Vince Beagle. I love, I love I'm Vince a big Beagle. fan of Vince Beagle. I am, too. Yeah, can, Not in the I, first round. But. You, you no, can hashtag right. fire down and bring in Dave Aranda. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you think he, want, you think he wants to move again, <laughs> Dave Aranda? What do you think about this one, Bill? Watt I can, I can ability see it. to impact right away. I can see it because, like you said, he's barely played. So he's put up good numbers against good competition. But he has played three, four outside linebackers, something Kyle Fackrell had to do. That's right. Yeah, so he's played true. a position. He's a great athlete. He's like off the charts, athletic wise. There's everything that you look for if you're going to project the guys. I mean, nothing is perfect. He's but Packer if people. If you're projecting. <laughs> we like Packer people. That's right. There's so many boxes you check off to say yes, yes, yes. So I will vote yes. All right. We have all read the stuff and digested it. Needs of the Packers, rank them however you want. Corner, running back, pass rushers. Strengths of this draft. Corner, running backs, pass rushers. 
Worlds collide here, Jerry. This could be a good thing, Jason, for Ted Thompson. Well, I defer to Billy when it comes to the quality of the draft because I love draft day. I hate draft lead-up. I don't, I don't want to hear about all the prospects that I'm not going to be covering. Right. But you're right. The, at least in terms of an overall picture, they do match up. And we've heard Ted Thompson. I remember him doing a press conference years ago. It probably drove you crazy as a TV guy where he stepped away from the podium and used the back wall to, describe, to, yeah. to show his board. We know need is a tiebreaker for him. Yeah. So they've got a lot of needs, and they're going to use that as a tiebreaker on Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday. It is the best player available is such nonsense. They needed a D-tackle last year. They took Kenny Clark, right? I mean, right. you go the first round pick every year, it's need, 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 and need. they got to get pass rushers. Right. Matthews had a bad year. It was the worst year of his career. Right. He's going to be Hurt. 32. Yeah. You lost Dayton Jones, who didn't do much, but he still had team and quarterback hits. You lost Peppers. Who rushes the quarterback? I mean, Perry's. Jerome Elliott. Yeah, Perry's no, been good, but he's been chance. hurt. Matthews has been hurt. Got to give a pass rusher. Impact on defense, anywhere on defense, somebody who makes plays, whether it is getting to the quarterback or intercepting the quarterback. If they take a corner, that's going to signal to me they've lost an awful lot of confidence in Randall and Rollins, right. and, and they, they can't Sam replace Shields. Shields. I mean, right. yeah. Let's go to ad libs real quickly. We'll go right on down the line. Ted will preside over blank more drafts. Jason? Two. Bill? Two. Yeah, Mark. I think that's when the deal's up, isn't it, too? Yep. Recent draft pick on the chopping block is blank. Uh, pass. <laughs> Bill? A re- a re- that's harsh. Yeah, I got well, some, well, we, we need some, why uh, you're here. some lead up for that. Um, yeah, I need training camp to figure that one out. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll save I'll, that one for I'll the... I'll just throw Kyle Murphy out there just okay. because they got Evans, right. they got Spriggs. Well, I don't know no, if there's going to be room for him. Okay. Ted needs to find blank starters this weekend. Ron Wolf used to always say you got to get three. Two at least. But but to use a Mike McCarthy line, what's a starter? <laughs> uh, that's a good point. They it play is. 25 five guys on defense, all the sub packages. they got to get one that starts against the opening day opponent. And has an impact. Seattle. And has an impact. Okay, time now to make the picks. Now, Bill is subbing for our friend Rob Domofsky, who is out doing his uh, day job at ESPN. <laughs> so, with the 29th selection in the draft, here is what Rob thinks the Packers will do. With the 29th pick in the ESPN NFL Nation mock draft, the Packers select T.J. Watt, outside linebacker, University of Wisconsin. All right, Rob, hashtag no box, by the way. We always joke him. He's got to stand on the box behind that huge podium, but he chose The podium is enormous. It made him look like a child. <laughs> 29th pick, the Packers select who? Uh, I'm going to take Kevin King, the corner Big out of Washington. Big corner out of Washington. Yep. I'm going to copy Rob and go Watt. It's a pass rusher. He, in all the boxes, work for him. I think the pass rushers are all gone. How about this one for a flyer? Chidobi Awuzi. And all That's everywhere defensive backs Thank in Colorado. He's played every position in that secondary. Very he well. Just Mentioned him this morning. It's a possibility. Very good. All right, gentlemen, thanks very much. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we won't be back until we do a training camp special later in the year. Um, my plan is to post it right after that special will air. Um, and then during the Packers season, I will try to post it after every show. Um, that's So it's probably going to be Monday morning um, when that comes back around. So... Thanks.